it's your homegirl, Abby Cornelius with episode 21, and we are going to keep going on and on and on about habits. So if you listened last week, your homework was to kind of analyze your week, think about what habits you already have in place, what new habit you may want to implement, and if there's any habits you need to break. So hopefully you took notes and you have all of that kind of written down somewhere. If not, take a moment and do that now and then hop back over because we are going to talk about how to create how to create that great new habit based on research and science. And this goes back to what I was saying, I think two episodes ago, where it doesn't need to be big. It doesn't need to be this whole up and change your whole entire lifestyle. But there are a few things you need to do to make sure that you make this habit sticky, as I like to call it, and sustainable. And that's really what you need to get those long-term results. It's not about those big things, guys. Just remember, it's not about the phonathon. It's not about the, you know eliminate everything diet, you know, there's times and places for that in your life, but to truly have sustainable, consistent results, it just takes small behaviors repeated over and over and over again, kind of boring, but the key, the secret sauce, if you will, to the truly successful and elite. Uh, so let's dig in today into how to create a good habit. And again, I'm taking all of this from Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he has four laws that he goes over when it comes to creating a good habit and breaking a habit. Today, we're going to start with the going over how to create a good habit. Um, And so I want to walk through those four laws with you, and I want you to have your habit in mind before listening any further. So for example's sake, one of the habits that I am implementing this year is reading. And I want to read more. I always enjoy reading, but it's one of those things where I tend to do really well for like a month or two. And then I fall off the wagon and I try to get back on it. But when I do it, I feel great. And it supports a goal of mine, which is having new and fresh content all the time for my homegirls and my coaching clients. It keeps me fresh and sharp. I'm a continuous learner. And so reading supports all of those goals. So goal, learn more, be a valuable resource, right? To others. Habit is reading is one of those things that's going to help get me there. So I want you to have the same thing. Have a goal and a habit in mind before we get started. Okay, you got it? Okay, let's go. So funny talking to myself on this podcast, but hopefully you're like, yes, Abbying on the other side in your car, walking wherever you are. Okay, how to create a good habit. Law number one. So there's four laws. Law number one is make it obvious. The second law is make it attractive. The third law is make it easy. And the fourth law is make it satisfying. So I want to break all those down. Let's talk about making it obvious. And we're going to take my goal of reading. And then I want you to take yours and work alongside me. Okay. So first thing he says is fill out your habit scorecard. So write down your current habits to become aware of them. That's what I asked you to do last week. Evaluate what you've got in place. But now that you've identified one I want you to write that down and clearly say, this is my goal. So for me, it's reading. Then use an implementation intention, which he says is, I will read at what time and location. So I will read for five minutes at six o'clock in the morning on my couch. So I have a date with myself every morning at 6 a.m. to read for 15 to 30 minutes, depending on however much I feel like reading. Um, 
and how much time I have before I have to get my, my girls up. And then the next part of this is use habit stacking. So if you do have a current habit in place, it's always good if you can stack a new habit on top of it. Uh, we've I've heard about health people doing this. Um, I think in the book, The Compound Effect, the one guy talks about how he wanted to get fit and he was trying to figure out what he already did. Well, he always goes down his stairs every morning. So he installed a pull-up bar in his stairwell. And every time he went up or down the stairs, he would do five pull-ups. And that was one of the ways he got fit because he tied it to a habit he was already doing. So for me, I always wake up first thing and grab a cup of coffee. So that is very easy for me to tie that to my current habit of drinking coffee. Uh, and then design your environment, make the cues of good habit habits obvious and visible. So for me, on my coffee table, next to where I sit and drink my coffee in the morning, I have a little brown wicker basket that holds my book that I'm reading. So it's there, it's in my face, whether I remember that I'm reading today or not, I'm always going to grab my coffee and sit down. And instead of staring at my phone, now I'm going to pick up that book that's in the bin next to me. Okay, let's get into the second law, which is make it attractive. He says, use temptation bundling, pair an action you want to do with the action you need to do, um, which I love. So, okay, I do love scrolling <laughs> on my phone in the morning. Uh, I know we shouldn't, but I do. So if I say to myself, okay, Abby, after you read, then you can get on your phone and you'll have five minutes to, you know, scroll, do whatever you need to do. Um or do a post. And that's really what I've done is, I don't know if you guys uh, follow me on Instagram or Facebook, but I normally do a post every morning and it typically has something to do with what I'm reading. And I like doing that. So for me, that's my temptation. I get to do a post. I get to share a little nugget with the world as a result of my reading. So that's my uh, temptation bundle. And then it says, join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. And this is why you see a lot of people have success with uh, fitness and health and weight loss and all that when they join these communities or they join um, like burn boot camps, really popular beach body programs. Uh, I'm in, I'm in a health group right now. When you're in one of those things where everybody around you is doing it and it's the norm, that's when you tend to level up in that area because you have that, oh, they're doing it. I can do it. Or they're doing it. I want to do it. It becomes just kind of like commonplace. And sometimes that means you need to get a new community of people. Okay. Um, which I'll give you an opportunity to join a group of people who are trying to create habits. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But joining cultures where your desired behavior is the normal is good, right? So if I like to read and I want to continue to read, a way for me to join a group of people is to create a book club, which is what I did. So we'll talk about that later. Um, but this is the way to make it more attractive. And then create a motivational ritual. Do something you enjoy immediately before a difficult habit. Well, for me, Reading isn't very difficult, but if your habit that you're doing is difficult, you may want to try to find something exciting to do uh, beforehand, like something to get you amped up. Okay, third law, make it easy. So reduce reduce friction, decrease the number of steps between you and your good habit, uh, prime the environment, make uh, master the decisive moment, optimize the small choices that deliver outsized impact. Use the two-minute rule, downscale your habit until they can be done in two minutes or less, and then automate. Invest in technology and one-time purchases that lock in future behavior. So these are all just examples of ways that you can make it easy. For me, I love the use the two-minute rule. Um, 
I always felt like if I was going to do something, I had to do it big. I had this like all or nothing mentality. And it's like, Hey, if I'm going to be a reader, I'm going to read an hour a day. That's my new thing. Well, that's just a lot. But for me to say, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to read for like five, 10, 15 minutes. That's totally doable. And that's really hard to say no to because it's so easy. I don't really need a lot of motivation to get it done. So that's what I want you to think of when it says, make it easy. Also this automating your habits, um, <clears throat> excuse me, invest in technology and one-time purchases that lock in future behavior. You know, if you spend a lot of money on a Peloton, you're likely going to use said Peloton. So sometimes these big purchases make it where it's like, okay, I got to get my money's worth, right? Um, so think about that. And then make it satisfying. Give yourself a reward. Uh, make doing nothing enjoyable when avoiding a bad habit. Design a way to see the benefits, um, use a habit tracker, never miss twice. So these are things you can do to help make it satisfying. I love checking off a tracker. It feels so good to give that little checkbox. Um, uh, what, who was it? Jerry Seinfeld, I think coined the term, don't break the chain. They asked how he became, you know, so good and had all of these jokes and everything. And he said he committed to just writing every day. It didn't matter how much time. And he had a giant, like, one year calendar and he would put an X every day that he wrote and his goal was don't break the chain. And again, he didn't care if he exercised for five or if he, um, excuse me, wrote for five minutes or wrote for an hour. He just wanted to write every day. And some days he would have more energy and he'd have more time and he'd have more creativity. But he knew that one of the things that holds writers and comedians back is that they get out of the habit of writing and then they kind of draw a blank. So some days it was just going to be garbage that he wrote, but at least he wrote, he stayed in that cadence. Um, so think about that. How can you make it obvious? Identify a time, a location, habit stack, whatever you need to do to make your environment more enjoyable to get it done. Make it attractive by either being in a community of people that are doing the same thing as you. Um, tie the habit to something that you love. Uh, make it easy, which means make it small. Don't make this some big, crazy thing you have to do. Start small, let it build, and then make it satisfying, giving yourself a reward or the ability to check it off a checklist. So I have a couple of things to help you guys on this journey of creating a new habit. In the show notes, I have a free download to a habit tracker. It's super simple. I just whipped one up for you guys where you can identify what's your goal, what's your motivation for that goal, what habit are you wanting to track that supports that goal, and how are you going to reward yourself when you achieve it, right? So if the goal is prospecting five days a week, then you're going to write that's your, that's your new um excuse me, that's your new habit. And your reward, if you do it, is going to be what? And you're going to track it for a month on this little on this little tracker. Um, so I have that for you. If you are like me, and maybe you have a goal of reading or being a continuous learner or getting some new skills this year, I have created a book club for the homegirls um, because I want to be surrounded by like-minded women. And maybe you do too. And I like reading stuff, but I like reading stuff and discussing it with other people. It's great for me to be on this podcast, but this is just me talking at you. I rather talk with you and have a really good discussion. So I'm forming a book club that's going to start. Our first meeting will be on February 2nd. I believe the first Thursday of February, we will meet every other week for three sessions total, and we'll work through Atomic Habits together. So if you feel like this is something you really, 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 really need, and you want to get better at it, and you want help and guidance, and you want to hear from other ladies who are also building habits and have that sense of community and support, go to my link in the show notes, join the book club. There are limited spots. So uh, registration will be open through January 25th. 
Join if you get an error message that says it is full. Shoot me an email. And if I need to make another group, I will. It's completely free. Obviously, you got to buy the book. Um, but I just want to provide a area where us ladies can get together, chat, learn together. And I really want to help um, hold myself accountable to implementing these habits. And I know that I will feel more accountable if I'm doing it along with somebody else. So please consider joining the book club at a minimum, print off the habit tracker, start developing that habit, what will make it easy and attractive and satisfying and all of those good things, and then start tracking today. I want you to start tracking your habits today. Don't wait until February 1st. Uh, there's no reason you don't need to wait till a Monday. You don't need to wait for any of those uh, made up <laughs> milestones for when you can start improving your life. You can start improving your life today. And I want you to do that with just one small little decision to do more than nothing and to take a step in the right direction with a habit that you know supports one of the goals you're going for in 2023. All right, as always, reach out to me if you have any questions, abby at abbycornelius.com. I am over here cheering you on today and always, and it is a bye for now.